Coming up on today's federal newscast, the White House orders federal agencies to get rid of a third of their federal advisory boards. A board tasked with selling off property owned by the federal government gets up and running. And nearly a third of the current federal workforce will be eligible to retire in the next five years. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The White House wants agencies to cut at least one-third of all federal advisory committees by September 30th. President Donald Trump signed an executive order last week directing these changes alongside a list of the committee's accomplishments. The order limits the number of committees to about 350 government-wide. The order also told agencies to develop a plan to terminate the committees by the end of August and include in their fiscal 2021 budget request a list of statutory FACAs that Congress should axe. A 2016 law has gotten one step closer to helping agencies expedite the sale of excess real property. The Public Buildings Review Board, created under the Federal Asset Sale Transfer Act, held its first meeting Monday. Acting Director Angela Stiles says the board has six months to identify at least five federal civilian properties with an aggregate fair market value ranging from $500 to $750 million to sell through an expedited sale and disposal process. The board will submit its recommendations to the Office of Management and Budget for review and approval. Almost 32% of the federal workforce is eligible to retire within the next five years. The Government Accountability Office says some agencies have especially high retirement eligibility rates. 45% of employees at the Department of Housing and Urban Development will be able to retire soon. 43% of employees at the EPA, NASA, and Small Business Administration are eligible to retire in the next five years. The Department of Homeland Security has the fewest number of retirement-eligible employees. The EPA launches a fall internship program appealing to those with environmental aspirations. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Dubbed Green Interns, the program is now accepting applicants from recent science, engineering, and public policy graduates, as well as veterans within two years of their discharge. Those chosen will start work September 30th. Interns will receive full federal benefits, including health insurance and participation in the TSP. EPA is using hiring authority under the Pathways program. After a year, interns are eligible to become permanent federal employees. I'm Tom Tammen. The government would save about $7 million over the next decade if the Senate's version of the 2020 Defense Authorization Bill makes it into law. The Congressional Budget Office found the savings come from fees on new residents at the Armed Forces Retirement Home and a payroll deduction from service members in the Selective Reserve of the U.S. Armed Forces. The Defense Information Systems Agency says it's cutting the rates it charges other government agencies for IT contracting services. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. DISA's Defense Information Technology Contracting Organization will reduce the surcharge it adds to other DOD components contracts from 2.5% to 2.25%. The change takes effect starting in October, the start of the new fiscal year. It's the first price reduction for DITCO's services in the past five years. DOD regulations require DISA to charge agencies for the actual cost of its operations and DISA says the price cut shows its contracting operations are getting more efficient. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Senate appropriators are being called to give Customs and Border Protection supplemental funding. 
Over 70 law enforcement and industry groups tell leadership on the Senate Appropriations Committee CBP has redeployed 731 officers from other ports of entry to staff up the southern border. They say the redeployments are impacting operations at other ports of entry and at airports. The Senate Appropriations Committee will review a draft supplemental funding bill tomorrow. The Office of Special Counsel gets another high-profile request for a Hatch Act investigation. Congressman Don Beyer and Ted Lieu have asked OSC to determine whether White House Senior Advisor Jared Kushner violated the law by participating in re-election fundraisers for President Donald Trump. The request comes a week after OSC recommended the president fire his counselor Kellyanne Conway. OSC found Conway had repeatedly violated the Hatch Act. The government-wide security clearance backlog reaches its lowest point in three to four years. The National Background Investigations Bureau says the inventory is at 424,000 cases, which includes all types of investigations and extends across government and industry. NBIB Director Charlie Phelan attributed the progress to new technology and an embrace of more modern investigative methods. The agency also hired more investigators who are more productive and efficient now with more training under their belts. And GSA drops one of the most anticipated RFPs of the summer. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The General Services Administration yesterday released the second and much sought-after piece of its IT services procurement known as Comet. The solicitation aims to create a multiple-award blanket purchase agreement on top of IT Schedule 70. GSA says it plans to make between 10 and 12 awards, with at least 25% of them being set aside for small businesses. The RFP asks vendors to provide a host of IT services, including operations and maintenance, cloud, and the continued development and support of the acquisition systems portal called beta.sam.gov. I'm Jason Miller. Find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 